This is Eternum Radio. Broadcasting from the peaks of Shattered Mountain to the New World. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Eternum Radio. I am your host, Slacker, joined as always by my two co-hosts, Big Papa. Howdy. And Ruko. Hey everyone. Today we've got some really great stuff we're going to be talking about. We're going to dive, talk about a little bit about the news. Uh, we'll dive into a feature review. The feature that we're going to be talking about today is Expeditions. Expeditions are the New World's version of, of Dungeons. Uh, so we're going to look a little bit more in depth with that and what's been talked about and what we can look forward to. Um, and then we're going to go into a little bit of the lore and specifically we want to talk about what some of those dungeons uh, are talking about why, why we're there uh, what's kind of the story that's unfolding there and finally we want to get into a bit more of an opinion about um, about dungeon design how you do that well um, and what are some of the better ways to go about creating a good engaging dungeon for an RPG in general let alone an MMO a couple of announcements before we get started so we now have a discord channel so you can check out that uh, link it's going to be in the description of this episode along with on our twitter account and kind of wherever get involved with there be uh, involved in that discord channel because we're going to be having uh, polls and voting um, and all kinds of stuff to uh, kind of get you engaged and make up our names and where we're going to play so you can come and join and be a part of us uh, we also have another really cool news is that uh, Danny is going to be joining us. He's another great content creator uh, within the New World community. Uh, you can find him on Twitch and on uh, Twitter. and we'll, we'll have to link some of his information when we have him here on the show. He'll be joining us next week, which we're really excited about. Uh, and finally, the last announcement is that we're going to start streaming some of these episodes on Twitch. Uh, today, we are streaming it, and we've got some questions even coming in right now asking, do we have alpha access? Yes, we only have only I have uh, alpha so far, um, but we will all have beta access, and that will be really, really exciting. Um, but if you want to follow us along when we do stream it, you can find a Teardom Radio. Um, you can follow the Slacker Project. That's uh, my personal channel, and I'll be linking these, and you can ask questions. You can give additional thoughts, and oftentimes as we finish uh, recording, um, you can find us uh once we're done recording we kind of have additional thoughts and you can kind of catch in and uh listen in on those as well any other uh announcements or things i forgot in that opening blurb no not that i can think of not a ton of new stuff coming out so yeah i think you got it cool well let's dive into the new world news not a ton has been released so far and they've kept pretty quiet and honestly we were kind of anticipating this they're really over there at the studio you can bet you know you can bet your bottom dollar they're going to be doing crunch time right uh this is the time where they're going to be making sure uh that all the bugs are out and that they've they've polished all the systems that they want they've got those alpha keys that went out uh last week um and getting those that player feedback and fine-tuning all those systems we doubt we'll see any other major updates until launch um, which we're really excited for, which will be happening uh, on the 20th of July is when you can get access to the beta if you have pre-ordered it. Other than that, you got to wait for the release later in August. I'm actually, okay. uh, I'm actually expecting some changes for the beta, like patch notes, um, differences from the alpha. Do you but think they'll be extensive, though? Not extensive, um, but I'm sure they're going to get some of the feedback from the alpha and put it into the beta. That, that yeah. would be my guess, at least. <laughs> 
and and bug fixes, but I don't think anything major. No, probably not any major content updates, but yeah. They do have some systems that I'd love to see tweaked a little bit, which we can't go into the, the details now, but I hope we can talk about this more once the beta comes out so we can say, oh, gosh, this was really great or this was really rough and how it's changed because, like I mentioned before, I had the opportunity to play the alpha before the preview event, and the game has dramatically changed since then. Um, so it's it's really been an evolution, um, and it's it's really kind of normalized to what we have now uh but which which is great which i think is still great okay so let's dig into our primary uh topic of today which is going to be about expeditions so um a couple of months ago new world released a big video expeditions 101 it's been talked about in their deep dive um, and basically it comes with a couple of key features they want their expeditions which is like a dungeon crawl right for you and a couple buddies um to go through and slay bosses uh, and, and, you know, just have fun with it, right? Uh, they created, okay, so here's our vision. They have these three main pillars for their vision. One is they want an attainable social experience. And we're going to talk about all three of these. Uh, attainable social experience. Two, a new PVE experience. Uh, and three, they want something that's unique and engaging. So that's their three pillars that they've created. And so let's talk about attainable social experiences. Anywhere between three to five players can go into these dungeons. Uh, they, they're typically tuned for five players, and it's a cooperative content that will inv- include challenges, puzzles, and bosses that you got to clear through in order to get to the end. Um, finally, this is going to be a new PvE experience. So there's going to be a lot of unique mechanics, bosses, and loot that gives a real good change of pace from the other activities you might be doing on a day-to-day. So if you pretty regularly are engaging uh, with their PvE content or you're out farming a lot. When you go to a dungeon, it should feel very fresh and very different from the other content you've been doing. And then uh, finally, they want it to be unique and engaging. Uh, Each expedition should have its own story and experience. Now, before we go into the two um, dungeons that they've already talked about, I want to ask you guys, is this enough? Is, Is this enough of a feature or is this something that feels kind of tacked on because my personal belief is you know when i played other mmos even other rpgs dungeons or expeditions are a really integral part of that whole system right um it's it's the way they tell their stories it's the way that you really engage with the world Uh, has this been tacked on or is this something we're really looking forward to um i'm looking forward to it i i do feel like it's a little bit tacked on um, and I think it's mostly to engage more of the PvE crowd. Not everybody wants to do PvP, which is understandable. Um, but they have developed this just in the last year alone. This is yeah, completely brand true. new. It wasn't in the game at all. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, starting this entire system from scratch uh, would be a difficult thing. And, and so, I, I until we actually play it, I don't know how great it's going to be. But I think the main point is to attract more people to the game by having a more pve side to it yeah uh just based on what i know about the game it definitely feels like it was tacked on um you could easily argue that just because it's something they introduced like ruko said within the last year and uh this was originally a very pvp focused game Uh, right I was actually reading through some of the old Reddit posts from, you know, when this was first announced and their concern, you know, a lot of the people's concerns. Uh, 
it's uh yeah it's it's hopefully they do it well from from what i've seen in the videos too that i've i've watched is that it they were easy the the people that were able to access it and play it and and talk about it that was that was the common thread was that it was easy um so there's a concern like my my biggest concern is that because it, this is a action oriented combat system right it's not tab targeting it's a it naturally has a higher skill cap <clears throat> and it, it was originally designed for pvp right so the concern is are they going to have to make these dungeons easy just to accommodate the lower the lower skilled players the players who are more casual are they going to do that and ultimately make it unfun for the players that are more dedicated um and that's 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 just looking at the skill cap and then if you consider well okay these abilities are you know originally were designed for pvp how are th our skills going to translate you know our ability buttons right how are they going to translate into a pve dungeon you know so those are those are some concerns i would say i have so i, I think those are really fair concerns and i think they balance out um you know, you talked a little bit about the upside and the downside there a lot. So the upside here is that they brought a very unique action combat system to, uh, you know, an environment that is usually based in tab targeting. It is, right? Um, but that general feedback that, ah, it's kind of easy is a big red flag. If these expeditions are what they say they are and they're supposed to be very challenging – I'm very on board for very difficult content inside PvE. If I'm doing PvE, I want it to be very hard. I want the AI to be very difficult to outwit or outmaneuver. Or engage. That's why Dark Souls is so great, right? When I'm engaging with that game, uh, it's really hard to beat, and I like that. That's what makes PvE, in my opinion, that's what makes, makes PvE so good. And with a combat system like New World, we can get that, right? We can experience that. Um, I hope. I hope. I yeah, hope it's not I hope, just. I, I hope it's yeah. not just the same. Mo you know, just different models, but really the same mechanics every time. You know, in a boss fight. And I hope. And I don't think that's what they're going to do. Obviously, but that you know, there's definitely concerns with the the game style, and they're trying to, mi you know, mix this action combat with traditional dungeon PVE. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's that concern yeah. for sure. Well, and that's that's the other part. In case you're not aware, the expeditions that New World has set out have turned out to be tank, healer, DPS, right? Um, it, yeah. it, that's that's what it's going to be. Um, so that whole aspect of it, the Trinity, I, the, right? Yeah, the Trinity um, is is. Uh, I kind of wanted a little bit more. It New World's felt very unique, very different. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more there. But I'm okay that this is something that it's like, hey, we want to bring more people to have, you know, something to change up from your regular day to day. Okay, all right, all right. I'm down for that. Now these are instanced, right? These are instanced they are. dungeons, right? Yeah. So you got to go to the portal, you get inside, and then you're good to go until you get to the end of it. Man, if they weren't instanced, okay, that would be pretty darn cool. But I mean, I, I don't know if that's there's pros and cons. Happen. There's pros and cons. I think they could easily have. Uh, multiple time, you know, multiple kinds of dungeons in this that in instance and non-instance, um, and that would be kind of cool to, to you know as you're adventuring you discover a dungeon that's not listed somewhere that's not instance you can go in and explore it maybe yeah. find some loot f fight a boss by yourself you don't have to group or maybe you need to group still for it 
you know, anyway, that would be cool if they did that. I That was one of the concerns on the Reddit post I was reading is that they didn't want instance dungeons, right? They were expecting this PvP-focused game, and now suddenly there's PvE, and they were like, well, don't make the dungeons instance then. But now they're instance. Well, I, I think that would be a hard thing to do in MMO to not make instance dungeons. If you go in and you kill a boss on a dungeon and it's not instance, I mean, you're just going to be sitting around in the dungeon waiting for it to respawn, right? Or you're going right. to just follow through people who have already you know, done the puzzles and things like that. It's hard exactly, to get the yeah. same experience <laughs> with it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think at the very least this is going to be a great way to just kind of break up the monotony that can happen with with questing in general, kind of get you out of the, the groove of all the fetching kill quests. And, you know, I, I think there's a little bit more types of quests in New World than there are in traditional MMORPGs. But, you know, another activity is always a good thing. And even if that's just what it is, that's fine. You don't need it. I didn't go into this game expecting a lot of PvE content, and I don't think most people should either. I just think this is going to be a fun little thing to do. They, they talked about that the expeditions, you're gonna still going to have to prep, you're going to have to bring food, potions, things like that, um, and prepare to actually go into the dungeon, or that's the goal at least, so I, I hope the tuning is turn, tuned around that. Um, it's not fun going into a dungeon and you just spam run through it. I, I want it to feel more like an adventure and you're actually progressing with a group and trying to figure things out and actually have to Sit, we'll just sit down and prepare for going into this higher end content, I guess, or more difficult content. So yeah. Well, let, let me go back to something you did say earlier: is that they that this is still a PvP focused game, right? And this is just something in addition to that, right? Something you can do to break up the monotony of of leveling or playing PvP. Um, you know, there's still there's still that concern there. I'm gonna keep voicing this, <laughs> but you know, the concern is, I guess, is this just gonna be tacked on, or is this the direction they're heading, right? And it's okay. I mean, again, some people like their PVE and some people like their PVP. I like both, but you know, they have some interesting PVP mechanics going on here. Some really cool stuff. They've already reduced it though. They've already you know, now they're now it's toggleable. You know, now it's not you yeah. know full loot, right? <clears throat> and those were some cool features that i was excited about when i very first heard of new world so now they've had added these pvp pve systems what are they going to focus on are they they're going to try to balance it or are they going to you know or is this just going to be like you said some cool story adventures if you want to get into the story you can there's some loot you know and how extensive is the looting is this going to be you know in-game content that you have to do in order to get the best loot or anyway so those are just again it's still a concern because you know is there is there focus pulled in two different directions yeah i okay so and i think that's fair I, I think that's a good question i will say though that they had been putting some pve into the game and i think it's not fair to talk about expeditions without talking about corrupted breaches so this was released uh back in march 29 uh, march 18 2020 so this is fair for me to say um but they do have a system in the game uh, where where the corruption will seed into a specific spot, and then if it becomes unmanaged and if it starts running rampant, this is in addition. By by the way, this is in addition to uh, those in in uh, those attacks that we talked about last episode. Uh, spots on the map will then get tons of these corrupted enemies, and it says that these will be. Um, it could be. Not all corrupted breaches are created equal. They come in varying degrees of difficulty and size. Uh, and enemy defenders. 
Some corrupted breaches can be managed by a single player, while others will require groups of skilled combatants to complete. Make sure you're prepared for upcoming battles by crafting the acquired stuff that you need and potions to protect from the corruption. So these could be that potential raid aspect, right, that you that you need inside the game. We talked about, obviously, they needed expeditions. They needed some sort of dungeon. That's what people are expecting from the game. But now here's this new, unique sort of raiding system I like that. That's different. That's unique. Is this, sorry, is this the um, when they're attacking your settlements, or is this different? No, this oh. is different. Yeah, this is a totally new thing. So you'll see on the map, when you open up your map, you'll see like this like corruption marker. And if it's not taken care of, things will start to grow. And grow oh, and grow. so you can go there. If it there. goes too much, then they'll attack the town. But you can go there and try and shut down those corrupted breaches. And those will require varying difficulties and be a little Oh, tough. that sounds like... like- well, those are pretty much dynamic world events like we were talking about, I think, last they are. episode. Yes, yes. <clears throat> That's cool. The world, feels, okay. the world is breathing. And it's cool. And what's great is that, I mean, you think about some of this content and how it could look in future expansions. That's, to me, that's pretty exciting because these corrupted breaches, these, you know, the the, the attack. Man, I cannot think of what it's called when uh, the uh, when the PvE got the uh, invasions. When the invasions happen, these are all things that could change. Like, what if one expansion it's no longer the corrupted maybe we beat back the corrupted and now it's the angry earth and like that crazy bear thing that we saw in one of the trailers <laughs> that's what's attacking the gate that would be really cool and that's a lot of there's a lot of freedom i think they have to explore that yeah uh, and, and i'll go back again uh, you know i'm i'm overall excited uh, first of all the d- look of the dungeons is great like it looks cool like at least the ones i've seen in videos and they do they images. look very cool they look really cool um and you know i think there's potential for having some really cool exploration going on now, hopefully it's not just they're not all of them are linear you know hopefully obviously there's they might be and hopefully there and i and i hope not right i hope that there's yeah. some that you actually have to do some exploring and you have different paths you can take and so that brings back replayability it's like oh let's do this dungeon again but go down the other path because you know there's it's different i don't know you know and hopefully there's actual tactical decisions in these instance dungeons dungeons i think they have opportunities here to try some new things to make these fresh and interesting for the type of combat we have i want to see like you know for example goblins shooting from the ramparts in Moria, right down on the on the yes. fellowship, right. Yes. You know, you can't get up there, so you hopefully you have an archer or a musket in the group, and you're shooting back, right? And they can handle those. Like that's tactical gameplay because in the middle of a fight, or you're trying to cross a bridge that's collapsing, you now have arrows coming down at you. I mean, thank you, J.R.R. Tolkien, for one of the very first cool designs, in a, you know, of a dungeon challenge you know i think i think they could really play around with that and and then just not make it a like like ruko said a run through as fast as you can and hit just spam spam kill the mobs mm. and then you know get to the bosses spam kill them and you're done get your loot get out i hope there's you know i hope that it's tactical and even you have to prepare for it maybe you do a different build depending on the dungeon you go in after you learn what you're facing anyway that's or even if you have to change it on the fly i mean they talk about that some of these are going to have puzzles and challenges things that you got to figure out in the moment and i mean okay we live in a world where that stuff is just going to be like what you don't know this fight you don't know how to solve this puzzle then i'm going to kick you and get someone else into the group um but i hope that it gives us a sense of like okay we got to figure this out what are you thinking um because that also to me would be very fun to play with my buds 
if they don't have group finder, that's not going to be as big of an issue because you actually have to have established the group, go in, and now okay. you're stuck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Right>? you hold <laughs> on to those group finder thoughts. We're going to talk about group finder a little bit later. Um, that's because that's, that's. But no, a that's point. a good concern, and that was just a point. You know, it's like, hey, you know, if this is an actual, what was their first pillar, right? Attainable social. Experiences, experiences right? yes it was Don't, right so so you actually have to group up and voice put in chat type in chat hey looking for group get together say hey i'm new this is my first time hopefully they don't kick you or don't tell them until you get in <laughs> you know and then you yeah and then you go for it you know and they have to teach you you know and and that that that's where you get those social encounters from so anyway just saying if anyone any any dev is listening <laughs> <laughs> i think that's fair i think that's a, that's a good point um and they do have when they when they're building these dungeons and these expeditions, they have big shoes to fill. Games like World of Warcraft and Guild Wars and um, Elder Scrolls Online and uh, Final Fantasy, they already have really cool raid mechanics and dungeon mechanics uh, and all these things that are that are uh, that they've been reiterating on for so many years. The New World is really kind of behind the ball and trying to figure out how do we make this really engaging and really fun for our players. Um, but hopefully, I remember that when Final Fantasy, um, you know, it, when it launched, it was just an absolute train wreck, right? Uh, nobody was a fan of Final Fantasy Online when it, when it, when it 14, when it released. Um, but they got a new game director, and when he came in, he said, hey, your homework, go home and play World of Warcraft. Go look at how they do the dungeons and the raids, and they learned from that, and they made their game better than WoW, right? Um, isn't that a sobering thought? So I think that New World has a lot of... Um, good predecessors and can come up with some I, I hope that i see really fun engaging fights uh and, and bosses and challenges in the years ahead me too i i i really enjoy pve um that's i mean that's really the only reason i still play world of warcraft is for the pve content and uh i i think it can be a great thing but i don't want it to come at the expense of the PvP for this game, because that's what they've tried to yes. focus on, right? Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft, it started off trying to do both, and it has devolved into just pretty much PvE content with a little bit of PvP gets updated every now and again, not not very often. So I, I hope that it doesn't go that way. I am still very interested in the PvP side of this game, um, but the PvP, PvE, sorry, can be there as well without taking away uh without taking away from pvp so i agree so this is this is a little off topic but just bear with me so back in uh gosh it must have been i think it was the early 90s so the company lego was making was like man they were booming everyone was buying lego and it was awesome and everyone loved it right and then they decided hey if everybody loves our stuff or our, our bricks Let's make other stuff. And they started making watches and backpacks and raincoats and all these different kinds of things. And they came back and they said – and their business almost went broke. Lego almost you know, hit the bottom of the barrel uh, until they stopped and they said, what are we doing? Why are we making all these other things? Let's, let's pick our lane. We know what we're good at. We know we're good with the bricks. That's why people buy our product. Let's go back to that. And it was super, super successful. And I think that that story just helps in a more uh, business lens. But bear with me. I'm a business kind of guy. But I think that story helps iterate that sometimes you've got to pick your lane and you just got to stick to it. Even though it's really tempting to go do those other things, I think expeditions, you 
You should totally have that in your game. But as long as like Ruka was saying, don't lose your vision. Don't lose that vision of what New World is going to be and and how it's going to unfold in the years to come because that is uh, that's what's making this so exciting and so special, I think. Yeah. And, and this this could prove – I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens, but hopefully it's successful. And um, I do think they need to keep a focus on PvP for sure because that was the original uh, focus of the game. And I think that's going to be the majority of in-game content. I mean, yeah. I, so I, they need to make sure they keep that focus. I hope it is. And, uh, I hope so too. <laughs> if I'm being honest, so even the amount that I have had an opportunity to play, when you say, hey, what are, you, what, what are we going to do every day for end-game content? Uh, just kicking ass and taking names, dude. Like, let's, <laughs> take, some, let's take some territory. Let's, let's level up these skills. And I think that's pretty darn cool, right? I think that's a pretty cool way instead of – I mean, I just – some of the other MMOs that we play, they kind of have a, a fairly repetitive uh, endgame cycle or loop. But this is this is kind of exciting when that endgame is PvP. I'm up for that. I'm man, I'm so excited for that. Okay, I, I just hope that that I hope that as you get closer to endgame, everyone is kind of gently nudged to turn on their pvp right uh, hopefully that all the in, you know a lot most of the in-game stuff is going to be designed around you having to toggle that pvp button so you can so you're forced to do pvp i mean obviously there should be stuff for other people i guess but i just hope because that toggle exists you know i'm i'm worried that there's not going to be as much pvp that, as i hoped and hopefully you know if it's just for the leveling experience okay fine you don't want to get ganked you know you don't want to get corpse camped whatever it is i get that but hopefully by in game that is going to be you know something that's generally on for most players i don't know okay just so let me pitch you an idea let me pitch you this okay and i can't take credit for this cuz i definitely heard it when i was over in danny's chat cuz I, I hung out with him uh, while he was streaming the other day and someone mentioned up this idea and i I've absolutely fallen in love with it. Um, let's say we we own a territory, right? Uh, and then the Covenant comes and they declare war on us because we're marauders. Because we're marauders. Uh, and and <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You want to take try that again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not and we're not uh, Covenant. Whatever that happens to be, um, they as soon as they've declared war on us, mm. suddenly if any Covenant member walks into our territory because we're at war they're instantly flagged for pvp we now have a border and their crafters can't come into our land and we can their free game if they start coming into our land or what if you had just some sort of border system where you can go about your own lands worry free or at least sort of worry free you can be flagged for pvp or not flagged for pvp but that as soon as you cross into an opposing faction's border then it's like okay now now it's free game. Now this you is can't... only when you're at war though, and this is just this oh, is maybe just it's a... whenever. I don't know. This is just an idea. Okay, this is just an this idea. This border okay. system idea because you know I think that would be. Well, really I mentioned cool. that in I the last podcast. I think I mentioned that it would like it you would might be cool have, yeah. if your faction, if you actually have these factions, right? New world, you have these factions. If you ha- go into a you know marauder territory and you're a syndicate, right? I mean. Are you going to be automatically flagged? No, they don't have that design like that, but it would be cool if that was the case. And maybe it's only at certain times because obviously you want to be able to go around the world and quest in other areas. But I don't know. Ruka, what what are your thoughts about that? Look, I I got to wonder, like, what are you going to do besides PvP in the end game? I, I mean, I know there's some end game expeditions you can go out and do, but how many times are you going to run those before you get bored? I PvP, 
I think is going to be one of the main, the content drive at the end game, right? It's not going to be this PvE-centric um, end game, at least not right off the bat. You're, you're going to want to engage in PvP in order to stay interested. At least that that's what I'm gathering from from what I've seen. Yeah, and remember, we still have those three territories that you cannot claim that are end zone territories, including right. Shattered Mountain. Mm, so yeah. there's still more going on up there that's very end game related that we're just not in- engaging with. Hopefully, those that's are true. There, there's still a lot we don't PvP. know about. So, but... I, I doubt it. I think it would be great, but I, I mean, I understand people who just want to come and experience the lore and come and experience the PvE content. And and that's fine. If you want to come experience it and do it, that's that's great. Um, but I hope most people are coming to the game with the PvP expectation. So, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I have two questions then, kind of on the same line here. One, and maybe I don't know if this is common knowledge, Slacker, or but when can you toggle for PvP or PVE? Is it only in towns or is? Yes, it like, is only okay. when you're in a town. Okay, good. And then the other question is, and this is just for your guys' opinions, is um, what do you guys think about all towns being neutral zones? Uh, well, I think it's fine. I, I don't know. I, I I think I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest. I think one or two um, being totally neutral would be fine. Um, but I I think it kind of devalues having control of the territory, right? Yeah, that's my thought. Yeah. I, I think it would okay. be really cool if you had a you know if you controlled this territory you were the only ones who gained access to the town and maybe that... or anyone from your faction from from sure. other companies that's great but they have to be your faction well right? and maybe even these you know towns have something unique about them maybe they the vendors only sell something unique for for this town so if you control mm. it your your faction is the only one with access to it and that also encourages other factions to start to try to take over right try and take yeah. over but i i mean i at the same time i'm gonna play devil's advocate myself and um <laughs> oh, i was who... gonna play i'll be a devil i'm just gonna say i mean on the other side if you don't control that town and you don't have access to whatever the unique thing you're probably very unhappy about it right, right. um and maybe, I mean, with another faction to compete for uh, that town as well, if you have two factions or three factions competing for the same area, I, I mean, there's a chance that you may not gain access to that for a very long time. Well, boo-hoo. This I is know. New well, world. boo-hoo, right? <laughs> we're, okay. we're pirates. No, I'm just <laughs> All right. Let me let me also like said, play devil's advocate to that kind yeah, of a system because I actually I think that having a neutral town system is, is good and th- and this is why um, and this is way off topic for what we're talking about today. So we're going to get back on track here in just a second. But um, so let's say that we've built our company uh, and we have we're holed up in Everfall, right? This is our town. I've built a player house in there. Uh, we are working together to make sure all the crafting tiered benches are leveling up. We have town projects we're working on. We're defending off these things. And, uh, you know, things kind of slow down for a little bit and an opposing faction suddenly takes over the town. Um, and now suddenly I can't get to my player housing. I can't get to all these things that we had invested so much time. Suddenly all those things are kind of stripped from me. And I know what you're saying. Oh, boo-hoo, we're pirates, right? <laughs> but, but I think that that doesn't feel um, challenging. I think that feels punishing, uh, if that makes sense. And I think there's there's a fine line there. Um, so all right, fair, fair enough. I like, 
I like this that, that that means like, oh, we gotta fight for it because we hate that these guys have now rolled in. We've lost all of these benefits that we used to have for controlling it, and we've set up shop here. Like this is our town. So now we want to make sure our covenant or our faction sorry we're definitely not covenant but we want to make we're probably marauders if i'm being honest no. um, we want to make sure that <laughs> we want to make sure that our faction uh is um is the one that controls it so that we get all the benefits and all the rewards because we're vested here and i like that tug of war more than i like the idea of oh this is a hostile town if that makes sense yeah i don't know i think honestly ultimately they maybe they could have made the choice up to the company you know i, I feel like the more the that more would questions, be kind of cool. immigration right. laws right <laughs> the more questions you you like that when it comes down to this pvp system with controlling territories the more things you give to the players to choose i think the better because it makes that game feel so unique but again that could also cause lots of problems we're not the developers here obviously there's a lot of things we're probably missing, but I I would just say generally as a rule, you know, give those choices to the companies that control it, you know, because um, maybe you want a hostile town for whatever reason, and maybe that's that is a negative for in some ways and a positive in others, you know. Uh, that's a really good point, and I really like that because one of the reasons Sea of Thieves is one of my favorite games is because what they do is they give you a bunch of tools and let the players decide, and they say, here's the world, here's how you interact with it go nuts uh and then the players are deciding how they play the game and what how they interact with the world and what that world means to them and i would i agree with and i think this is kind of in line with what you're talking about big papa uh i i think this is in that same vein if that makes sense yeah so um okay ruko did you have something else you wanted to add there um i was just gonna say i thought it felt a little odd that uh, these other factions you're essentially supposed to be at war with, you're just walking, casually walking into their town right. and uh, interacting with their people like normal, right? That seems seems uh, a, a little yeah. little strange, like, but... Hey, I, uh, when how's that going to work in combat? If I'm flagged for PvP and I'm like, Haha, I'm, I'm killing you, and then I run into your town? <laughs> you know, it's like, right. do I, am I safe now? <laughs> I mean, what kind of scumbag is going to do that? You, but, you, know. you Ruko. <laughs> we all no, know. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get back on topic here all right expeditions here we go we're back uh okay so let's talk about some of the lore behind the two two of the expeditions that have been shared with us in a little bit more detail so the we have the uh the amrine excavation i don't know if i'm saying that right i'm pretty sure it's amrine uh and the garden of genesis and so i'm going to read these little blurbs and talk a little bit about what each of these would mean because um one of the things that dungeons or expeditions has really allowed mmos to do is to tell their story is to give you things to care about is to give you bad guys that you hate is to give you uh experiences that'll that are memorable right and so I will say, if you watch the Expeditions 101 uh, YouTube video on the New World's official uh, YouTube page, the content there shows that the it, it is really beautiful, these dungeons. It's giving a very unique look. And if you watch some of the playthroughs of people who had experienced or kind of gone through some of these things uh, or, or done these expeditions, their general consensus was, it was really good. I want it to be more challenging, but it was beautiful. It was really interesting to engage with, and they were really um, they were cool dungeons. So the 
the Amrine excavation is a dig site just west of Amrine Temple, where the famed archaeologist Simon Gray and his team had been missing for some time. It's up to players to venture into the depths of this troubled dig site to uncover their fate and discover what happened with the ancient technology they unearthed. So what I really love about this one particularly is they've I, I feel like they've almost got a uh, like a 40k vibe about the ancients, right? We're calling it we call it magic, uh, but but the ancients had some sort of technology that they've been using, and these archaeologists are trying to figure it out. But we are so removed from whatever the heck that was, is that we're deciphering it as magic. But we're trying to figure out who were the ancients, what were they doing. How long has it been since they've been gone? Why are they gone? All these questions still need to be answered, uh, and and this is hopefully going to give us a little glimpse into that. Um, if you watch the New World trailer, you'll see what, and you'll see the ancient uh, architecture really frequently uh, throughout throughout Aeternum, right? It's, it's kind of all over the place, but it's decaying. It's broken. It's busted. It's shattered. Whatever. Um, so they're this long, gone, mysterious force that maybe they had really high-tech stuff, but it's so beyond us that we can we decipher it as magic. I really like that, especially for something that's taking place during the um, Age of Exploration, right? Because that was something that was like, if you couldn't explain it, boom, witchcraft. Like, <laughs> we're going to burn you. You're a witch. You can't explain it, and neither can we. I, I think that's kind of a, a fun theme to play around with it reminds me of the dwemer i think is what they're called from uh elder scrolls skyrim yeah yeah so the dwemer yes! were, the dwemer yes! Yes! Were, were this they were really technologically advanced uh group of elves they were they were kind of like you know the dwarves because they went deep into the ground and they they made machines and all that and uh, they disappeared you know suddenly and that's part of the lore of the game and really cool honestly really cool lore and it's whenever you go into their into their like ancient uh cities or dungeons it's so creepy it's so like it's got this air of like what the heck is going on and you're finding something that once metal was. machines what was that 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 something of what was right yeah and so yeah, yeah, yeah. i like that and and i'm gonna call it right now uh eternum is a machine i'm just gonna say it's probably a machine that, we'll find out someday. <laughs> you think so? I'm That's calling it now. It's a machine. Interesting theory. <laughs> That's how it moves around the Atlantic. <laughs> that would be oh, I'm I'm putting back of a turtle. Back <laughs> of a turtle. Come no. on, back of a turtle. No. <laughs> Come on, that's such a classic. <laughs> The turtle swims around the ocean, and that's why you can never find. Uh, you can't the see the turtle under, in the water. I mean, yeah, that's no. Is, uh, is that is that's the whole island out of pin? World no. that's of also Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, it's not just out of World. Thank you. Yes, that's not yeah. a World of Warcraft thing. That's a Chinese mythology thing for sure. Okay, we have someone fine. else from one of our from our community. They're saying Atlantis. Yeah, that Eternum is Atlantis. I like that idea too. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, well, especially if we're like again, we're talking about this this technology that was so advanced, but it's so ancient now that we're looking at it, you know, saying, "Oh, it's magic." It reminds me of literally Atlantis, the Disney movie, right? That's... Well, I'm gonna go rewatch uh, <laughs> Stargate Atlantis. When's the last time you watched that show? Right. By the way, that sci-fi is... original, right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do hope there's no science fiction in this game. I think that would feel really out of place. There's a lot of other cool historical fantasy we can go into. Well, um, yeah, I think like I think Elder Scrolls did it well. I mean, they had it wasn't really science fiction, but it's definitely uh, it was it's something it different. Into it's the, that, if, yes, yeah, it yeah. fit into the world and the setting they created. <clears throat> and we do have gunpowder. I mean, we got to remember like technology is not like. Like, could it makes more sense that there would be a Zeppelin in this game than there would make sense that there is a Zeppelin in World of Warcraft. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Right. Like, okay. well, we're on the cusp of the Industrial Revolution here, essentially. And right. Right. Maybe more steampunky um, things could be introduced. That would... <laughs> that'd be cool. Okay, let's go into uh, the next dungeon that was kind of talked about. Okay, first of all, Amrine Excavation is a level 25 introductory expedition. It's got puzzles and the AI is scaled accordingly. So you can anticipate Amrine Excavation to be one of the first dungeons that you participate in. Um, and it actually comes up pretty quick. Level 25, you're going you're gonna to get up there, uh, you know. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how quickly you get there. But but it's going to be one of the first ones you hit. It's your dead mines, right? Yeah. Were you able to run it in the alpha? Uh, I can't say. What? I won't say. Okay, fine. Wait, now, now you're just being obstinate, then. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, Okay, the second one, which I definitely have not done, because it, this one is a level 60 expedition, uh, and it's definitely endgame content. They've said, hey, this one will be much more challenging and much more uh, for the much more experience um, is the Garden of Genesis. So... In Eden Grove, survivalist Elwood has discovered a garden where the angry earth are born. Like the rest of Eden Grove, the garden has been infected with a mysterious blight. If allowed to spread, the blight will continually leach out of the garden and threaten the inhabitants of Eternum. Players must face the garden's protectors in order to penetrate the nursery's primordial heart, purge the blight, and begin the garden's restoration. It, w- it sounds like... Um, I imagine it's not the case, but it sounds like, wait, is this blight going to grow if no group from your, you know, goes and takes care of it in that territory? <laughs> well, you got to no, remember. I'm sure it will. Because it's instance, it's Probably not going to go. But yeah, I'm just saying, that could be a cool aspect, right? If they're trying to encourage people to, you know, have to deal with it. But yeah, it probably wouldn't work for instance dungeons. Okay, then the I think the other big question we have to be asking here, is blight not the same thing as corruption? So what is blight? And how is it different from corruption? So corruption has been that main bad guy, right? That that main thing that we've been that we're contending against, that we're that contending against, that we're pushing back. Um, and now the angry earth has blight that it's dealing with. And first of all, do we want to even save angry earth? Like it's angry. <laughs> well, we need to at least keep it at bay, right? I mean, that's I'm guessing the point of the, the dungeon. At least keep it at bay. So, like the bad guy's got its own bad guy. So yeah. let's go. Enemy of my enemy <laughs> is my friend, isn't it? I, I get. Or you can just have more than one enemy. I mean, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. <laughs> no, I like. Okay, this, that's fair. The, I like the different systems here, right? You got corrupted, yeah. which takes over the 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 you know the living, and then the blight sounds like it just kills things, and maybe the makes the earth angry right well it certainly tells a more engaging story when you have more bad guys that you got to be state you know fighting off different factions different different mystical forces that you have to combat um so i i like this now the content inside for the garden of genesis is awesome i i think 
Angry Earth stuff is one of my favorites inside uh, inside of New World. I really like the motif of everything, but I think Angry Earth has its own little uh, look that's unique, but still very natural in nature. And like the stag and the bear when they're fighting, like I'm, I, I really like that. Um, so I'm really excited for for this one. It's a pretty standard like uh, go purge the blight. Um, and maybe this is just something that's contained within this instance, but I really hope we see this as a reoccurring theme. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, it'd be good. I'm assuming blight is different from corruption, and and the more you kind of have going on the island, um, I think is going to be good at least for content and and lore. I mean, there's probably yeah. a lot of weird things going on on Eternum, so um, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, how this unravels and where it go where they go with it just a quick quick question so uh, they said it's more challenging than other dungeons is it more challenging yeah. because you're at a higher level uh, and, and therefore question. it's more challenging because you're facing higher level mobs or is it because the actual dungeon itself and the challenges and puzzles within it is more challenging that's i don't know if they answered that but that's that's what i'm curious about when I, they say i'm that. hoping it's the latter i'm Me i'm too. assuming this is supposed to be like an end game dungeon so maybe you hit 60 and you even need to get a little bit of gear to go in and successfully complete it that that would be my hope um and, and that would at least give people who just want to focus on the pve side of the game uh, a little bit more to do uh when they hit hit max level so yeah um it will be one. These dungeons are. There will be six expeditions at launch that you'll be able to participate in, and I think only three of them are end game. It might only be two. Mm. I just on the flip side, you know, it's, it's hopefully some of the lower level dungeons are. I just hope they don't make them all easy just because they're lower level. You know, um, I hope they all have their own unique challenges. Well, and obviously, you want an easy here. dungeon spread out here and there. What was that? Let me just check some of the wording here. Uh, Okay, so this is this is what it says on their official site. It says, With these higher-level expeditions, players can expect to solve different types of puzzles, fight varying AI, and have even more challenging experiences. For the higher-level ones. Yep. Okay. Yep. I don't know how telling that is or not, but um, I, w- I, I also, like... Like I was saying before, one of the issues that I have... And I think, you know, Big Papa, you had this issue as well with... Um, World of Warcraft's dungeons is when you first start playing the dungeons, they're just a push, in retail at least, they're just a pushover. You're just crushing through it. You're just, you know, you're not even paying attention to any of the mechanics. I want challenging experiences when I go into dungeons. Mm. I, I love the lore. I love the experience. I want it to be tough. I want it to be something that I want to do with my buddies and not just like rando because I want to make sure that we're all, we can all jump on Discord and, and get through it, you know? Right. I so. agree. I don't want the lower level dungeons just to be the push through, beat the boss kind, right? I still want right. there to be yeah. challenged there. Uh, th- those challenges in WoW, they, they do happen, but they don't happen until mythic uh, you know until far in the end game until you're halfway down the end game game line and i think that's that's kind of that's a lost opportunity i think all right we're getting short on time so we're gonna dive into our opinion segment which is always our longest one so this episode is definitely going to be going over um so we want to talk about oh well maybe not what we want to talk about now for our opinion segment is about dungeon design um is how do we enjoy... So let me start with this one. Let, let me just open this conversation up by asking, 
do we prefer dungeons that are much more D&D, Skyrim-focused, where you're watching out for traps and you're being cautious through the next corridor and suddenly monsters break out off the walls and you got to fight them? Or do we prefer the much more boss-focused approach where it's clear the trash, focus on the boss. Clear the trash, focus on the boss. What do we prefer? I prefer both. I And I don't know why you can't have both within within the dungeon you can have all of these really cool things where you're exploring the dungeon and still have bosses and even maybe even secret bosses for those who are uh willing to explore the dungeon further or solve some of its secrets um i and there's a lot of opportunities to do that world of warcraft doesn't do that very well i mean they sometimes have little things here and there within their dungeons that uh, you can kind of activate or you kind of have to play around with to get uh, to do something, but it, it's not nearly as fun because you they're just very linear and you're just kind of on a set path, right? I, I want to be able to explore the dungeons, but I also want to be able to fight right. some cool bosses because a lot of times those are where a lot of the lore opportunities happen. What's going on in the dungeon? Why are these big bad guys here? And how do we stop them, right? So I, I would prefer dungeons that do both of these things, but I think there's a lot more design work that has to go into... Um, getting in a dungeon to work like that. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree with Fruko. I I think you could do both. I think, uh, like I said earlier, they could easily have you know your instance dungeons and then your non-instance that are something you discover as you explore the world. You know, and maybe maybe you go in and you're exploring it and it branches off into multi-tunnels and you find bad you know bandits inside and it it's way too hard so you have to you're, you get killed so you have to go back and tell your friends i found this place let's go explore it together that would be cool you know and you do run the risk of it becoming really well known obviously and then you just run into other pvp you know other player groups um but you know if they if it, if they if it worked right maybe if there was a cap on players on the server right and 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 they were able to make it big enough that you, there's a lot to explore. I think it could be really fun thing. Something like a Skyrim dungeon where you go, you, you know, you walk out and spoiler, you, you know, you see this giant dragon bone dragon sitting in this, you know, in front of this giant city that's under the ground. That's really cool. You know, that's you know, obviously how, how much they have to put a lot of development into that and, and whatnot, but you know, it would be something really cool in this kind of game to see that. But there's also something to be said for your traditional, you know, just go through, find the big baddie and kill him, right? And and make that challenging and a challenging boss encounter. Um, so yeah, I, I like both, and I think this game could do both. So I I hope that we see both in this game. Okay, so I disagree. <laughs> okay, and let me tell you why. I feel that you you need to. I think this is one of those things where you kind of need to pick a lane because. Or you need to figure out how you're incentivizing your players. We live in an age where it's just way too freaking easy to say, okay, um, uh, where's the where's the reward that I need? It's it's here, 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 and here. It's at this boss, this boss, this boss. All I want to do, clear those bosses, boom, I'm done. And then I'm going to go do it again. And then I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Like, I, I hate that. I You know, I think that if you – I think you need to, cr- to cultivate a culture – or maybe not a culture. Maybe that's the wrong word. Um, you need to you need to set w- how these approaches are. How you know how you set this up and say, okay, now go get go after it. I'm trying to figure out how. So which side are you? Leaning, way to which side this. are you leaning to then? Are you leaning towards boss 
or exploration? For New World, I would I would prefer exploration. I'm I'm tired of the boss uh, of the boss stuff. I hate it that the trash doesn't feel exciting. It feels like trash. It feels like I got to clear 15 <laughs> minutes of enemies who will drop no reward in order for me to get to the boss who might drop a reward. Mm. Instead, I really enjoy the exploration. So, for example, we're playing Valheim. We find a new tunnel. We say, oh, gosh, okay, let's get po- We don't know what to expect. Let's get potions. Let's make sure we have uh, our weapons are repaired. Let's make sure we're ready to go because we have no idea what's going to be down there. And then we go down, right? And then it's like, okay, what's down this corridor? Well, hey, watch my back because we got to make sure no monsters come out of this this um, right. this other hallway. And that, I think, to me, is far more exciting to play through than to slam through all the trash get to the boss, sit and say, okay, who knows the fight? Who doesn't know the fight? This is how you do the fight here. Okay, now we do it. Did you get a reward? No, sorry, you didn't. All right, let's go clear another five to eight minutes worth of trash. But don't worry, we're going to give you just a little bit of currency. So if you kill this boss 40 more times, then you'll be able to get a piece of gear anyway. I just, <laughs> I'm just over that, right? I, I'm, just, I'm just done with it. So oh, I, I, I'm over if, it too. <laughs> if we could pull... But they're already that doing away. that. that. That's the thing is like, well, okay, and I haven't done the dungeon, well, why so can't I can't a dungeon, say, but it looks Why can't like a dungeon that. be procedurally generated? Fair enough. Well, why can't you give me the Valheim dungeons? Come on, a couple of guys yeah. made that in their basement. Give me, because that was really exciting. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what was going to be in there. Scale it to the levels of the area and let us go down and try and figure out the dungeon or the labyrinth. That way, I'm not watching reviews online for 20, 30 minutes before I go play my game to make sure I know what to do when I get inside the group. I agree. I'm I ranting. Awesome. I understand that I'm ranting here, but just bear with me. I, I agree. I think that would be awesome. I, I'm with you. I, the, the problem is, is <laughs> I think the half the reason I say both is because they're already going for the, it seems like, the boss dungeons, right? Where you go through and you beat your boss and... Yeah, you know, and hopefully they make those interesting. But but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hoping they they could they, there might be uh, dungeons designed around what you're exactly talking about, where it's just about the exploration. Yeah, that's one where I want my best buds at my back because we don't know what's down there. I don't want some random person to join join me. I don't want a group finder into this. Okay, and after this, you can talk about group finder. But I don't want to group finder <laughs> my way into a group and just like okay, let's just smash through this. No, no, I want no, I, I I to be calculated. Either. I want to prepare. I want to go through the the gauntlet and then come out the other side and be like, I didn't get anything, but I had a great time killing the the dungeon. It wasn't trash to me. It was it was fun. It was engaging. Well, and again, I I mean, I don't understand why you can't have both. We can talk about like exploratory. You talk about like procedural generation. You got to be really careful because. Procedural generation is a lot harder to accomplish than it sounds, and uh, if you if you do something like a procedurally generated dungeon, you're really really limited on what you can and can't do with that dungeon. And I even if you go into a procedurally generated dungeon, it's still gonna feel familiar-ish, even if you don't know the exact path. You're still gonna and you'll explore around. I mean, the setting is gonna be essentially the same, right? Uh, everything's yeah. gonna kind of kind of yeah. look the same. I, I, I know a lot of people like procedural generation because they think it's going to add a lot of replay value. Um, but I, I think what adds replay value are is more the epic encounters. Now, now I agree you don't want to fight 15 minutes worth of trash just to get to a boss. 
Um, so you, you can remove trash and you can have some exploratory stuff within a dungeon and still make a boss fight really fun within the dungeon. Maybe even even just one boss within a dungeon and you leave the rest up to exploratory. Maybe you're trying to figure out, maybe you're chasing a boss into this dungeon or something, I, I don't know, and uh, you're trying to figure out which path he took, right? And to, to find out, maybe that changes every time and you have to, to figure it out as you go yeah. along. I, you know, th there's a lot of ideas you could play around with. Um, I just don't feel like a dungeon is complete without a real boss encounter, I, at least in, in my opinion. I mean, you can yeah, that's fair. I I mean, you can explore and do stuff, but how is that much different from exploring the open world? The open world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well. Okay, but it does. I don't know. It's like I mean, Skyrim kind of did it, and 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 you know. Obviously, it's a different game because it's a single-player RPG, right? But, yeah. but you know, you go through and you explore it for the first time, and maybe it's kind of labyrinthian and it's it's expansive and it's really cool, and you explore it all to its last room. And you're like, wow, that was cool. There was some cool encounters, maybe some puzzles, and I found this ancient secret, and oh, this is cool. Maybe it starts a quest line or something. And then... You know, you, ten levels later, you you're you get a quest that makes you go back down in there, and you know now there's different events you're encountering. So you so you know I would say even that first experience is awesome. Just going and exploring something that's that you know that's in the world, but not you know, and then having to go back in later is just like the you know the cherry on top is like maybe there's you can design quests around it or different PVP even content around. I don't know, I. I don't know how it would work, but well, and you that's could do and that's like what that. procedure that's what procedural generated means to me, though. That right there, the fact that I can't just look that up online, I, I can't just I can't just Google how to beat this dungeon. I gotta go in on my toes. I gotta go, this is a fresh experience every time I enter it, and that's what I want to capture for. Just to clarify from what I was talking about earlier, when I want that procedural generated, what I'm really asking for. I want an exploratory experience. I want a dungeon to explore. I want villains that I don't anticipate. I don't want to have to find this stuff online, and I don't want to be asked, like, hey, I need you to go watch it online before you engage with this content. Yeah, but, I, I mean, even if you do that, you're going to hit a point where you've, you've seen all the possibilities, at, at least in terms of maybe villains or things you can hit. Maybe the dungeon's still procedural. But I, you're going to get tired of it after a while. I mean, we talked about the Val, Valheim dungeons. Yeah, it's cool the first couple times you go down there. But, you know, by the fifth or sixth one, you're like, I, I've i seen this before. I know what's going to happen. There's a couple of hallways. There's some things maybe I need to mine. Yada, yada, yada. It's 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 kind of all the same. Um, I, I just I think it's hard to introduce a rewarding and replayable procedurally generated exploratory type experience i'm not opposed to exploratory type experience at all um i think you could do something like indiana jones style right where you're going deep into a cave to retrieve some sort of treasure right with traps and you, maybe you don't need a boss at, at something like that but i don't know i i'm just i'm not a huge fan of procedural generation at least not with where we're at uh, at least not for dungeons. Um, well, and not for this game necessarily. I mean, we're too far yeah. in. But but I do sure. agree that I think the idea 
that Slacker is trying to talk about here and that you've also mentioned is it's just it's about the exploration, right? It's about not having not necessarily needing an instance or whether it's instance or not, not necessarily needing a boss in there. That's the end goal that has loot you, you, you try to get. You know, it's not about the replayability of it. It's about the first encounter with it and your your exploration of it. And maybe there's things that send you back in there, right? To make it nostalgic, right? It's like, oh, I, I remember when I found this at level 10 and I explored this. And now I'm level 30 and I'm going in because there's this, you know, there's this someone was captured and taken in here by band. You know, I don't know. But that, that exploratory nature and it, the fact that it exists in the world and, you know, I, that would, you know, that's that's cool. So one yeah. one thing I'm thinking about right now are the um the tall tales from Sea of Thieves. Now those aren't actual dungeons necessarily, but a lot of times they send you on this kind of journey with your group to go do something, and those those feel kind of like a dungeon experience at least to me. What it what it should they be like. They do for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. You you go out on a journey. You're finding clues you're trying to unravel a mystery and maybe you fight a boss or you you get a treasure at the end and i you know i i think that kind of goes to show you you can do both you can have a boss at the end but you can have this great journey of exploration along the way and i think those are a good length that you can actually replay and you don't necessarily remember all of them um i i don't like when dungeons are super short because you get tired of them so fast uh, I, I like to sink a little bit more time into some of these dungeons and actually take the time to learn about them uh, and actually have some replayable value um, more than just you know doing it five times very quickly and then yeah. I'm done with it forever. Yeah. Okay, so we are pushing on time. That is going to be a wrap for our episode today. Um, a, a big thank you for uh, Ruko and Big Papa for joining me today. Uh, this has been one of those topics that I think we're all pretty passionate about, and I'm really excited to see what the future of New World looks like with expeditions and even potentially what raiding might look like, especially with this combat system. I think that's also um, extremely unique and something that will be worth uh, exploring in the future. So um, next week we will have uh, Danny here. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. So tune in next week. We're really excited. Make sure you join our Discord channel. uh, Follow us on Twitter or wherever else you engage with us uh, and get Get in, get get part of the conversation as we set up in new into Aeternum. Uh, join us. We're gonna have a lot of fun playing this, and we've had a lot of fun putting this together. So, a uh, big thank you from myself, Slacker, uh, and Big Papa. We'll see you later. And Ruka. Bye, everyone.